she is hard. Her voice screams callous and her touch raw. You think she doesn't care, but she does and she always has. You mistook her tenacity for bitch. She is quick. She can time travel like you've never seen before. You saw her tomorrow and didn't realize because you were stuck in yesterday. You mistook her forward thinking for Detro. She is quiet. Her silence scares you because it makes you unsure of yourself. She compels you to swallow and taste your vices. You mistook her composure for judgment. She is vital. Her urgency in this room is undeniable. Your rejection of it only ensures that her visit maintains. You mistook her necessity for oppression. She is unseen. If you had to guess, she would be everywhere and nowhere. Her body is not contained to the visible realm. You mistook her presence for absence. She is radical. Her mind is bottomless, but not like oceans, bottomless like black history and panther bullets. You mistook her revolutionary for hostility. She is secure. Her ego suffocates her inner zealous. You wonder who could be that home. You mistook her confidence for hubris. She is sweet. She is diligent. She is imperfect. She is voice. She is ready. She is now and then. If you asked her why she is always misunderstood, why she is a giver even when we are takers, she would tell you it is because she is a leader. You're listening to Our Mirror's Reflections via Anchor.fm. Anchor FM makes podcasting easy, especially for a startup like me. I love using this platform because it's free. You can accept sponsorships as well as its ability to automate distribution of your podcast across majority, if not all, of podcast channels. You should give Anchor a try. It's free to sign up. Thanks so much for following Our Mirror's Reflections. Okay, so... (laughs) This is Our Mirror's Reflections. Uh, Thank you for joining this episode. My voice is a little bit gone, and I'm doing this podcast late uh, at 2.20 in the morning. Um, And the reason why I'm taping so late, I just had an amazing evening um, at the Ralph Lauren Gala downtown uh, with a girlfriend of mine. And afterwards, we decided to go and sit down and have some cognac and just relax and talk about the night and catch up. And unfortunately, the night has ended disastrous. Um, I have never in my 43 years experienced something in this magnitude at this age. We had a great evening at this establishment on 63rd Street and Madison Avenue. And as we were um, coming out of the back room where we were having our, you know, cocktails and and, and talking, this gentleman approached us and said, hey, um, can I join you guys? And, you know, I then said to him, no, I'm married with children. So is she. Uh, But thank you so much. Uh, Because I always feel that if you lead with respect to another individual, that they would set boundaries of giving the same respect to you. But unfortunately, what I've learned today is that's not always the case. Unfortunately, you are going to meet some assholes in life. And uh, I've met quite a few, but I've not ever met one quite like this one. This was an original, okay? This gentleman approached us after I told him I married 
have children. She's married. Our husbands are waiting outside. Thank you, but no thank you. It's the nicest way that I possibly could have. And the reason why I say it's the nicest way I could have is because I am in a great mood. Um, but he really pissed me the fuck off. And let me tell you why he pissed me off. He then went on to say, is my breast and is my bottom real? And my waistline. Now, to me, you're out of line. It's disrespectful, it's nasty, and it's so unnecessary. But what I'm starting to realize is some of these white men have no damn respect, not only for black women, but for women, period. They feel that whatever they see and that whatever they want, they can have. And unfortunately, he got a reality check today that, you know what, you just got the two Black women, that's not down for that life and we're not going to have it. And we're going to stand up and we're going to defend ourselves by any means necessary. This man went and grabbed, okay, my bottom and then reached over and grabbed my girlfriend's bottom. And even then, when I should have choked his ass out, Yes, because this is when Andrea Paula Jackson, I keep telling you people, there's another side to me that's in retirement, but every now and then she comes out of retirement. I came out of retirement tonight. I said, sir, I already told you and explained to you. I'm married. I'm not interested. Okay. I just want, I had a great evening with my girlfriend. I just want to get in my Uber and go on about my business. He says, I don't give a fuck about your husband. Okay. All right. Now, I don't know how B would feel about that, but all right, oldie but goodie, because you're 60 years old, and I don't know what possibly you could do with me or even say to me or what we even have in common, but it's okay. I'm going to keep it moving because I have a brand that I got to think about. I have my children. I have my man. I'm in a beautiful red gown. I don't have time for this nonsense. I'm still trying to be the bigger person, although I was violated and fondled. Okay, he should have been choked out off the rip. Right. But somewhere in our sick fucking minds as black women, we feel we don't have the right to defend ourselves. Okay, or we feel that we have to figure out a way how to maneuver for whatever reason. Well, I'll tell you this. As we left this establishment. Okay, we are walking out on 63rd Street between Park and Madison. I am about to go to my Uber. My girlfriend's about to go to her Uber and the guy follows us out. I get to my Uber car and the guy stands in front of the door so I cannot get into my Uber. And I say to him, sir, I'm, I'm married. I'm not interested. Okay, could you please step aside? You're invading my space and I'm not feeling good about it. And he's still asking me if my boobs and if my bottom is real, which I'm never going to answer that question because I don't owe you anything. Do you understand? You're disrespectful. You're nasty. You're crass. And you're too old to be acting like that. It's ridiculous. Right? As I'm opening up the door, he pushes the door and shuts the door for me to get into my Uber. And this is where Drea from Left Rack City comes out. Because let me tell you something. I could be very hood. I could be boardroom. I could be whatever you want me to be. Okay. But whatever you give me is what you're going to get back. All right. And I, as he tried to kind of move my body so I wouldn't get in the car, I pushed him. Okay. And grabbed him with a force. He said, oh, you think you're stronger than me? I said, listen, sir, I'm going to protect myself by any means necessary. Do you know what this 60-something-year-old man did? 
He pulled out a light torch. And then he said, I'm going to burn you niggers. As my girlfriend is running from her Uber to defend me and protect me, he brings out a torch and says he's going to burn these niggers. And then the security has to get involved. The Uber driver's trying to get us safely into the car. This is what's happening in New York City on Madison Avenue. This is what we're dealing with as women just going to have dinner on a Saturday night minding our business. This is the savage life that we're dealing with. They're talking about the projects. They're talking about Uptown. They're talking about the West. They're talking about all this stuff. This shit is happening on Madison Avenue, okay? When people say you least expect it. No, it, no, it happens all the time. This is just maybe one of the times I'm experiencing it, but I'm sure I'm not the only one who has experienced this type of behavior. Let me tell you something. I called that restaurant 20 times before someone picked up. And the type of reaction that I got was like, well, um, did it really happen here? Not, ma'am, I know you were just here. I apologize for this type of behavior. We're going to handle it. We're going to deal with it. I did not get that. And what bothers me the most is this. I just sat there and spent over three, $400 at your establishment. And this is how you're going to treat me? I could be your mother. I could be your wife. I could be your sister. I could be your daughter that this is happening to. What is wrong with society? What is wrong with men? That feeling that you owe somebody, you own them. I don't even belong to you. I don't even know your name. I tried my best to be polite, but you took my politeness as if I was interested in you when I'm not. When I'm not, look at you and look at me. What makes you think when I have wedding bands on my fingers that I would want you when I'm telling you I'm going home to my husband? And then to turn around because you didn't get what you want, you want to turn around and say you want to burn me? Let me tell you something. Some of you people should not even leave your homes because you're dirty. You're dirty and you're nasty. And if I allowed my emotions to take over, I don't know what would have happened. But I have learned that you have to contain yourself and you have to be in control at all times. Because in a split second, your entire life can change over a fucking goon that's not even worth it. You hear me? But let me just tell you this. I have called my lawyers. I have called NYPD. I've called the establishment. I have written a two-page letter, and it's 2.22 a.m. in my morning. Because you know what? It's too many times people of color let this shit slide. And the more and more we speak up, and the more and more we write letters, the more and more we get our lawyers involved, the more and more we are going to fucking make change. If you want change, you got to be the fucking change. I would be damned if my daughter goes through a situation like that I've just experienced today. And I'd be damned that any other woman, black, white, Asian, whatever the fuck you are, that you would go to a restaurant and go through this type of experience. It's horrible. It's awful. And I hope any man that's listening to this, if you have ever conducted yourself this way, I want you to know this one thing. The world is circled for a reason. What comes around, comes right back around. And it may not come back to you, but it may come back to your dog on offspring. It may come back to your wife. So be careful.
be very careful when you do something to women. Ask yourself, would I want someone to treat my wife this way? Would I want someone to treat my daughter this way that I gave life? Would I want someone to treat my mother this way, my grandmother this way? Think about it. Just because you see two women in gowns, just because you see them alone, please don't make it about you that you think we're there to see you. We're not interested. We're just there to have a good time. And we could go to any establishment and have a good time without feeling that you have to grope on us and touch us and use us as your goddamn sex object because we're not that. We're human. And we deserve to have our personal space and not have our personal space violated. I feel so upset right now. I feel angry. I feel enraged and I feel pissed the fuck off. Okay? And let me tell you something. This is where all the counseling I've done, all the journaling I've done, the spiritual movements that I have made, it's not that it goes on the backfire or I push it to the side. It doesn't matter when someone violates your space and your body. It doesn't matter. You have to stand up for yourself. You have to do what's right by any fucking means necessary. That's what I stand for. So let me tell you something. I've had a few people say, well, you know, you're working on yourself and now you're a life coach. Guess what? I'm a life coach. But guess what? Don't, don't ever forget this about Andrea Paula Jackson. I'm a fucking human coach. Okay? I am human first and foremost. And I don't believe in people being violated because guess what I was violated once as a child and I'll be damned if I'll ever be violated as an adult I will take your ass with me and I stand by that okay so when you see me come out of retirement and you say well I saw her acting this way you better ask yourself what the hell did you do because I'm doing my work but guess what while I'm doing my work I still got triggers and one of my triggers is touching my body and violate my damn space. I ain't having it. I'm not having it. And the reason why I did this podcast, because I want people to see the other side. I'm not a person, shh, you know, this is a good side and kumbaya. I have my moments. I have my moments. When my space is violated, my body is violated, I'm not going to have it. And then on top of being violated, you're going to call me out of my name and call me a nigga? You could have called me anything else besides that especially coming from a white person, which means you had no good intentions anyway. You didn't see me as a woman. You saw me as an object that you feel that you had the entitlement to do whatever you wanted to do. And because I told you no, you didn't like that word no. It bothered you because for some sick reason in your fucking head and from your ancestry and the fucking foundation that you was built on, you feel like you could have whatever you want because whatever the money you have, the power you have, well, guess what? You've met this beautiful black queen that told you no, and I stand by that. And if I had to choke you out or push you off, do anything I had to do to protect my body, I did it, and I would have done it 10 times again. Women don't ever be afraid for someone violating your space and feeling it's okay to grope you and not have a repercussion for it. Trust me, he will think again about approaching women or ever putting his hands on another woman again because he got a reality check. And anyhow that torch would have touched my skin, 
I wouldn't be talking to you right now, unfortunately. Uh, my husband would be bailing me out and calling our lawyers because that's where it would have went. Because I will never, ever stand for a man violating me again. Because I've been there as a kid. And I have triggers. And you know what? To be honest with you, some of those triggers will never go away. No matter how many times I go to counseling, I can't change my DNA. So there's some shit I'm not going for. And guess what? I have no problem coming out of retirement to let a person know I'm not the one. Not today, not tomorrow, not next week, not next year, not in 2020 or beyond. I'm not the one. I will protect my body. I will protect myself. You verbally can say whatever you want to a person, but when you put your hands on me, the whole fucking game changes. The whole game changes. I had to do this podcast because I know Many women have experienced these types of violations and we need to talk about it more. We need to call out these establishments. We need to sue them. We need to hold them accountable. Don't go home, take a shower and act like that shit is normal. That shit is as abnormal as fuck. And it's never going to be normal to me. And I'm never going to normalize in my head that that's okay behavior. Whether you're white, you're black, I'm not. I'm not raising my son that way. I was not raised that way. I did not see my brothers conduct themselves that way. I did not see my daddy, God rest his soul, conduct himself that way. So I'm not going to tolerate that from any other man. All I'm telling you women, stand up and rise for yourself. You want to train, and I've seen it many of times, women on the train, men rubbing themselves against them, and the women is petrified to open up her mouth that I have to get up and say something. Okay, not because I'm the big bad wolf or I'm the motherfucking Hulk that's about to turn green and bust her freaking purple shorts, but because I know what it feels like to be violated and you fucking scared to say something. But I was a little girl. I'm a grown woman, and there's no way I'm going to sit and see a woman be violated and I not say anything. I don't care if you got a gun, a knife, an Uzi. I don't care. You see, what I'm grateful for I'm grateful for my mother taught me and because the environment of growing up in left right and seeing people shot and killed and raped and shit like that is that this, I'm not afraid to die. Death does not scare me. And that is what you women have to get in your head. Don't be afraid of being raped. Don't be afraid of getting shot. Don't be afraid of dying. And you're going to let somebody violate your body. Fight for your life by any means necessary. So this is a side that you may not know about me. My family has seen it. Some of my family members will use triggers to try to get me to, you know, explode because they don't know no better. They're not doing the work on themselves, but they want to point the finger at me. Yes, I'm calling you out. Too bad. It is what it is, okay? Because here's the thing. People know your triggers and they play on your emotions. Those type of people, get them out your life. They're dangerous. And even if they're family, get rid of them. They're not good for you. I talk about this all the time. Stay away from people that push your triggers. Don't try to put... This, I can't even say we put ourselves in an environment. We're at a restaurant. Who's looking to go to a restaurant and eat and be violated? No one is asking for that. No one is looking for that. And no one is ever asking to be violated. No one is ever asking to be raped. I don't believe in shit like that. I don't give a damn if I walked around this damn neighborhood butt naked. Does not give you the right to violate my body. This whole cliche that we have to dress a certain way, bullshit. And I don't stand by it. And I'm never going to stand by it. 
So I'm doing this podcast for you guys to see the other side of Andrea Paula Jackson. And whenever I don't want anyone to ever think I'm hiding myself. I am who I am, and I ain't going to change certain things. I have triggers, and they probably will always be there. I've learned to contain some, and this type of situation, I'm never going to contain. You're always going to get the same reaction. And at least I'm real about it, and I'm honest about it, and I know what my triggers are. Many of you are walking this good God earth and don't even know what your triggers are. And you continue going through the same path, having the same reaction. Know what triggers you. Work on what you can work on and the things that you have to learn to cope with because it's a part of your DNA. It's a work in progress. Don't allow people to judge you because they have not walked a day in your shoes. They don't know what your journey is. (sighs) Thank you so much for joining my podcast tonight. I just really had to do it. And I've used some profanity, but it is what it is. That's another side of me that I don't let out too often in the public. But you know what? If you've rubbed me the wrong way, okay, you step on my corns or my bunions, then what do you you want from me? Are you looking to have, you know, a kumbaya moment or a meditation moment? It's not going to happen. Okay, let's be realistic. And I always told you I am a life coach. I'm a motivational speaker, but I'm a more realist. And I'm not for everybody, but I'm definitely for a lot of people but I'm just not for everyone. Thanks for chiming in. Leave your DMs, send me your messages, you know, go on my Instagram, you know, and and let me know what you think about this. 